your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. everyone to the Locked On Golden Knights podcast. I am your host Carlo Gonzalez and I'm recording this podcast right after the Golden Knights lost to the Colorado Avalanche. But before we get to that, let me tell you about this new podcast that will help you get hockey smart. The Crosscheck Podcast, hosted by Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, goes deeper into the NHL stories than any other podcast with the help of the smartest minds on ice. Follow the Crosscheck Podcast on the Audacity app or wherever you get your podcasts. But going back to this game, which is still very fresh in my mind, I literally am recording this minutes after the game. Um, it's a, such a backbreaker for this game, because I thought the Golden Knights played really, really well, and as, as well as they could have playing with only 15 skaters. You know, They outshot the Colorado Avalanche, 37 to 21, but the biggest difference maker in this game was Philip Grubauer, who saved all but one of the 37 shots. It, it's, it's such a good effort. I can't, I can't really criticize the effort that the Golden Knights gave because you can tell that they really wanted this game. Now. Especially with playing with only 15, four, uh, 15 skaters, the effort was there, but the results just didn't come. Uh, Pete DeBoer actually is saying how proud he is with the boys and how proud he is with the group. They battled their asses off. That's his quote. <laughs> so I, uh, on his post-game interview. So I can't really, I, and I agree with him there. Pete DeBoer, but he does sound frustrated because it's such a frustrating game when you play that well, when you when you control the game, you when you control most of the game and you still end up in the losing end. It's it's very frustrating. Uh, that kind of reminded me of a game against the Vancouver Canucks last season uh, on the bubble or or the or the Dallas Stars where the Golden Knights outshot and outplayed the team so well, but you could not they could not finish their scoring chances even though like but you gotta give credit like i said you gotta give credit to grubauer who played fantastically well i have a higher confidence that this team can score though i don't think i think this slot like this this game where they not able to score is a little bit more of an outlier than it is a uh example because I've seen this team score a lot and bounce back when they don't score the game before uh, but and especially without their biggest goal scorer and Max Pacioretty in the lineup for about six games now and without one of their best defensemen too scoring defensemen in Alec Martinez but I still have a lot of hope in this for this team in the playoffs whether they play Minnesota or St. Louis, to be honest with you. This team is still a really, really good team. And that game kind of really showed that how good this team is. This team has played five games against playoff caliber teams. Two against Minnesota, 
two against St. Louis and then net one against Colorado. And I think they played really good in all those five games. And on Wednesday, they're going to play the San Jose Shark, which is a, a warm-up game to, uh, for me. But but with the caveat that they now have to win that game with, with the help of L.A. beating Colorado if they want to get the higher seed. I still think Minnesota is a harder matchup than than St. Louis, but I think Vegas it can take on Minnesota. But going back to the game, a few players stood out for me. Uh, one of them is Alex Stuck. Even though he missed that wide open net uh, early in the first period, uh, just a few moments after Petrangelo scored the first goal, Alex Stuck I thought was really good that game. I like, but like everybody else, I thought his gas ran out at the third period. But uh, I understand how because of how much they played that game. Uh, I haven't looked at the minutes played yet, and I'll probably talk about that in tomorrow's episode. But it's it's understandable because Golden Knights has been really good in the third period throughout the season. But when they play a, a man, especially right now, they're playing three men down. It's understandable that they really run out of gas at the third. But I thought Alex Stuck was great. I thought Alex Petrangelo was great. I thought McNabb was good. I thought he played really physical. He, uh, he did kind of... I wouldn't put that second goal on McNabb. He did have the coverage. But it's it, it's just one of those plays, really, that is just... You can't really blame anybody. It was a good bounce and a good play by the avalanche and an unfortunate uh, tip and that goes right under Leonard's pads. I wouldn't even put that on Leonard because it's a, that's a very hard shot to save. But it's it's games like these that it, it, it's a heartbreaker. Now the series is tied 4-4 four and four for the Golden Knights in Colorado and like if this team, if these two teams meet up in the second round, I'm not sure if I can take it. To be honest with you, it's going to be a really, really tough battle. Uh, I thought Mark Stone played really well, even though he, he wasn't in the score sheet. Uh, Theodore was skating. Uh, was there's a lot of players that played really well. It, it's and they shut down Nathan McKinnon and Rantanen too, and. I I just I just don't have much to say about this game really because of how like devast I I to me to me I'm just devastated because we I want to say devastated it's frustrating it's it's more frustrating because of how well we played and I feel like the locker room is also as frustrated because I feel like they should have won that game but I don't know where to go from this. Uh, they're they're, they're going to have to rebound against San Jose, which is for the sweep of the series of the season series against San Jose too. So there's there's a little extra against one of our rivals, even though I feel like the to this season, the Avalanche and Minnesota are the Golden Knights' biggest rival this season, even though a lot of fans and a lot of uh, San Jose players still don't dislike each other, so I expect a very heated game on Wednesday. I meant Wednesday, but uh, it's it's this. 
I don't want to keep harping on what I'm kept saying because there was this another another thing. There was this one pass by Mark Stone that was just beautiful. And normally this ends up at the back of the net when Patch if Patcheretti was was is in there, but there was this, the spin around pass to Alex Petrangelo. Like he could have he could have maybe shot there, but he he chose to pass across uh, ice, which was blocked and didn't even result in a shot on goal. There's a lot of really good moments, but the game itself was a very well-played game by two very good teams, to be honest with you. And I'm not really that mad about it. I'm just frustrated that we lost. It really makes you wonder how this game would have played if we had a full roster, though. If Pacioretty was in, if Noshik was in, if Martinez was in. But the like, like how we said... The yesterday, how, how I mentioned how last game, the the not this game, the game before this game against the Avalanche when we played the Avalanche and beat them, uh, three to one. Uh, it's not a good barometer to, to to base on, how it is between the Golden Knights and the Avalanche. I feel like this is the same way where, the Golden Knights is playing s with such a disadvantage. We play with man down that. It's it's I don't really see it as a barometer. Also, I'm gonna keep talking about the this game, but first I want to tell you about Wealthfront. I know investing can be complicated, but whether you are a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash locked on NHL to start growing your savings. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL and get started today. Speaking of this game, I thought now going back to goaltending, I thought Leonard was pretty okay. I think the two goals he allowed, it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's 100% his fault. Now, would he, would it be nice if he was actually be able to stop those goals? Yes, but I don't think it's fully his fault. I think his, I also think his defense, play, defense played really well in front of him. I mean, when you only allow 17 shots, when you, when you only allow 17 shots to Colorado, uh, that's a really good game, to be honest with you. And mo more often than not, you're going to win that game. But like I said, this this game me meant a lot to the Golden... Like, it would have been nice if we did clinch today because this is a, our last home game. And they the Golden Knights came out with their yearly awards, which they do every year on their last home games. Which would have been nice if they paired that up with a celebration of the Western Division uh, banner and the President's Trophy. You know what I mean? Let's 
they had the the players had to go back into the ice and they had to do this pageantry of winning the the awards and stuff, which it, it was just a little bit bittersweet to be honest with you because they did lose the game, which meant a lot, and they just it was a frustrating loss and they had to go back out there and really try to look happy and 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 and, and fun for the fans and sign autographs, sign jerseys, and give them away. But I want to talk about the awards that they gave out. The first award that they gave out is the 7th Player Award, which is actually voted by fans. I remember the vote came down to between Thomas Noshek and Alec Martinez. And I believe that Alec Martinez deserved to win this award. It's a very deserving award for him. He's been... The most consistent defenseman uh, throughout the season for to me, I think. I think Petro had down games, and I think Theodore also had down games. But I think Martinez was the is the guy that was just so steady throughout the season when it comes to the back end. He also leads the league in block shots, which is really really good. He's like a second goalie out there. The second award they gave out is the team's first star award, which. Go, went to Max Pacioretty, which I'm actually pretty surprised they didn't go to Mark Stone. But I think Pacioretty also deserves it really well. Uh, he leads the team in goals, obviously. And he is such a crucial part of this team. Well, obviously, we hope that he comes back uh, by the playoffs or hopefully by next game to give him that kind of warm-up game before the playoffs whether we play st louis or minnesota it's that's up to colorado to decide decide now unfortunately and now the third award is the vegas strong service award which funnily enough i always remember this award going to Derek england i'm not sure if anybody else has won this award before uh but obviously, Derek Engel is not no longer in a team, so this award goes to someone else, which is Shea Theodore, uh, which who has done a lot in the community when it comes to cancer prevention and cancer awareness, and he's done a really good job. If you haven't heard about Shea Theodore's nonprofit organization, it's called Case Power Play, who is named after his grandmother who passed away from breast cancer. And he has done amazing work with it throughout the Las Vegas community. So I think this is such a well-deserved award for Shea Theodore, to be honest with you. A lot of these players are actually really proud of these kinds of awards, the community awards. They, they're really proud to give back, and I feel like Shea Theodore is one of those people. And it's great to give him recognition for all his hard work off the ice, too. But moving on, I want to talk about why the Golden Knights only had 15 skaters tonight, which I think affected the game plenty. Uh, Kelly McCrimmon actually came out before the game and had a press conference to explain the situation in the Golden Knights organization and why they only have, they can only dress 15 skaters. He also talked about the injuries to Peyton Krebs, Alec Martinez, Max Pacioretty, Thomas Nosek, and Ryan Reeves, and how that really affected on what they can do on the roster. 
I wanted to give just a little bit of clarity with respect to uh, tonight's lineup. There's been a lot of questions out there with respect to um, the rules, how it all works, what our lineup will be. So just to clarify some of that for you uh, here tonight, coming out of our game uh, on Saturday, we had an injury to Peyton Krebs. Peyton was uh, hit in the face uh, with a shot, a deflected shot uh, that hit him in the jaw, fractured his jaw. He had uh, his jaw surgically repaired uh, Sunday and uh, will be out of our lineup uh, indefinitely. Uh, Alec Martinez was injured in our game uh, on Saturday as well. He'll be unavailable uh, to play in tonight's game. And uh, Max Pacioretty remains out of our lineup. Uh, he has uh, not played in the past week. And then, uh, you know, along with uh, Thomas Nosick uh, and Ryan Reeves uh, that also uh, remain out of our lineup. So uh, because of that, it's had an impact on uh, what we're able to dress for tonight's game. We'll be dressing uh, 10 forwards, five defensemen, and two goaltenders for tonight. And I guess just uh, uh, by way of uh, explaining how it works, when you have a player uh, injured, you're allowed to replace that player after you play one game with him. So when we make our lineup, uh, I guess I should <clears throat> probably begin there. When we make our lineup uh, on a night-to-night -night basis, we dress the players that we think are going to give us the best chance to win the game that night. We are in a competitive division. We've been in a race uh, all year with, uh, with really good teams. We're trying to be uh, the, the pennant winner in the West Division. We've got an opportunity to uh, potentially be a president's trophy champion uh, as well. So our decisions are based on who gives us the best chance to win. So last week uh, in Minnesota uh, and then at home for both games against St. Louis, we dressed 19 skaters, or pardon me, 17 skaters and two goaltenders. We could have dressed a full lineup had we chose to. We had the ability to dress 20 players. With Max Pacioretty out of our lineup, we really felt it was important to put the skill of a Peyton Krebs into our lineup, we made the decision to dress uh, Peyton Krebs as one of uh, 17 skaters, which we uh, felt gave our lineup the best chance of winning. So that was general manager Kelly McCrimmon explaining a lot of the cap gymnastics that they had to really go through. Uh, I play the interview because I think he explains it better than I do. He's, he's much smarter than I am, and I'm never going to pretend that I am smarter than him. But I want to move on and talk about something else. I want to talk about the Henderson Silver Knights and the HL playoffs that is coming up. And the last four games that the Henderson Silver Knights is about to play. The last games that they had to play. But first I want to tell you about Bet Online, The fastest and easiest way to bet in all sports action. Baseball season is in full swing so you can track all the actions at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, and this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus or your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Use promo code Locked On. This podcast is also brought to you by RockAuto.com. With ever increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in traditional chain storefronts. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? 
is your Odyssey or LX or EX and wait till the counterman orders the parts on his computer. Choose the only brand that warehouse happens to carry. You have computers to access rockauto.com at home or in your pocket. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and price you prefer. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selections, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com Now I want to quickly talk about the Henderson Silver Knights before I end today's episodes. They are currently sitting atop the Pacific Division in the AHL at, with 46 points. And right behind them is the Bakersfield Condors with 45. Both teams actually play each other three more times to end the season. And it's a pivotal spot in the playoffs as the first seed actually gets a somewhat a bye week off. Though how the HL Pacific Division works is that all seven teams actually compete for the division. The last four teams play a single elimination game. It's like a playing round where they all play... Uh, four against seven, five against six, play each other, and then the winner of that play another game to for the rights to play the first seed. Playing that first seed is very important as the lower seeds of the division is much weaker than the, the, the top three, which, which is currently the Condors, the Gulls, and the Knights. Now, the Knights' important games is obviously against the second-place Condors, and especially the Knights having a really tough stretch late in the season after they had such such a great start at the beginning of the season. I don't know how much more games Logan Thompson is going to play, but he hasn't played much recently as he's been called up to the NHL to be on their taxi squad, and Oscar Dansk has been the one playing in the AHL. Jack Dugan is also now currently leading the league in rookie scoring, so he's is also heating up. Danny O'Regan has been heating up, and Cody Glass is still there playing really well in the AHL. Cody Glass is probably going to be called up if the Golden Knights is not going to be healthy by the time the playoffs starts in the NHL. So we'll see how much the Golden Knights is going to pick and prod in the starting roster of the Henderson Silver Knights. But the Henderson Silver Knights' playoff aspirations is just a tradition of the Las Vegas Valley success. If you look at the first seasons of the Golden Knights and the Silver Knights, they are very oddly similar, where you have a goalie that carried the team for a long period of time. They hit a tough stretch, but they finished strong. Now playing in this playoffs format, which is very fortunate for the Pacific Division as they are the only division in the AHL doing this playoff format. The rest opted out the playoffs and the Calder Cup will not be awarded this season. But having this experience for all these AHL players is very good for the development. After a rough rookie season last season, Jake LeCision has really developed well along with Paul Cotter and 
Jonas Ronberg, who was injured all of last season and has come back really strong, to be honest with you. Ben Jones is also another guy to keep an eye on. And the guy who really surprised me and developed really well is Jimmy Schultz. I lost a lot of hope in Jimmy Schultz after his poor performance last season. But this, this season is actually one of Henderson's best defensemen. I'm not sure if he's ever going to make the NHL with the stacked defensive core that the Golden Knights currently have and a few other prospects coming up like Leighton Ahak and Lucas Cormier who has been really good in the WHL and the Quebec League respectively. I'm really excited watching this prospects and you can follow my live tweets on it on the Vegas Nightly Twitter account. Before the Silver Knights play the three-game series against the Bakerfield Condors, they actually played tonight against the San Jose Barracuda. These two teams already do not like each other, which carry on the tradition of their big brothers, who also doesn't like the San Jose team. The last game, actually pretty much every game this season, as either there's a line brawl or at least one fight, I mean, that's probably not a 100% accurate fact, but it surely feels like it. There's really some bad blood against this Barracuda team and the Silver Knights. The Silver Knights actually has owned the season series between the, the Barracuda. The Silver Knights are 5-2 and two against the Barracuda, and their last game is tonight. But that's about it. I'm, that's probably how I'm going to wrap up the show. I will Tomorrow I will talk about the actual NHL San Jose team and the matchup the, the Golden Knights have on Wednesday night against San Jose and maybe talk a little bit more about the prospects or the situation in the playoffs and, and the cap situation or any news that breaks out between now and then. But I'll see you again tomorrow and thanks for listening.